Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast for Thursday, September 22nd. Now, this is a day that I remember why my eldest child, my son, my man boy child, turns 30 today. So, <laughs> this is a day that I not only recall, I remember the moment when it happened. Two souls reunited, no question. Got an interesting listener question queued up probably for the weekend because this one waxes philosophical. So if you are having a baby and you are given the option of a C-section and you choose a date, what did you just do to that child's astrological construction? Have some definite thoughts on that that we'll talk about. Let's tackle today, of course, Libra season coming up. And this is exactly the way it was when my son was born. He is a way late 29 degree and a bunch of minutes Virgo. Today, the sun moves into Libra at 9.03 p.m. The other significant thing about today is there's a very long void, of course. I mentioned this yesterday or the day before. 7.06 a.m. is the last aspect, and that's with Saturn, by the way, as the moon finds its way to Virgo, but not until nearly 3 a.m. tomorrow morning. All these times are Eastern, as always, around here. So the question now, you know, we could talk about the cookbook stuff around Libra. Now, I also mentioned that I would talk about Libra Libra. So one of our readers, Delia Golden, is a librarian. She very unapologetically pronounces Libra as Libra. Not that she's trying to correlate it in some strange way to her profession. No, not at all. There is a pronunciation guide for astrologers and astronomers written by T. Patrick Davis. Copyright on this is 1973. You have to poke around online to find one. I found it. It's a very thin booklet. Let's see how many pages we got here. 16 pages is all. But it, and it's incomplete. I, there were several words that I wish it had as an audiobook narrator. But this was published by the American Federation of Astrologers. And in the about the author, this is kind of interesting. So this guy, Pat Davis, became an astronomer in his hometown of Peoria, Illinois. Well, he observed that people pronounced things differently, same as it is today. Sorry, Pat, your book didn't change a thing. And what he found is exactly what's true today, that there is no one source. So he attempted to try to find the best sources and put them together. So as we turn over here to page 7, here are the pronunciations of the signs. And we scroll down to L-I-B-R-A, and it is pronounced Libra, I as in bind or time. Now, this was 1973. As an audiobook narrator, I use two sources primarily, and I combine the two if there is a difference. I use online the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, and when I look up Libra or Libra, its number one pronunciation is Libra, and then it says sometimes Libra. And then <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. So you're sitting in here narrating an audiobook, and you come across this. The other source I use is dictionary.com. When I call it up, you want to know what number one is? Libra. And number two is Libra. And even their audio pronunciation guy, the guy that has a, it's Libra, you know, the big old computer generated thing, Libra. That's what it says. So what do you do? 
Well, generally, Libra today is widely accepted. Another one is Uranus. Now, both dictionaries say it that way. And obviously, remember, these dictionaries are geared toward the astronomy community, not the astrology community. So astronomers would pick this apart. Now, a lot of people, and I think Robert Glasscock says Uranus. Well, that doesn't show up on Merriam-Webster. So Uranus is the number one. Uranus is the number two. Makes it a long A. Same thing on dictionary.com. So I just chose Uranus. At least I have two very credible sources to fall back on. But dictionary.com pronounces Libra as Libra. Regardless, we are there as of tonight. And one of the things that I was thinking about, rather than the cookbook, I mean, we can talk about love, we can talk about balance and harmony and beautiful things and money. All of those things come under the umbrella of this wonderful, beautiful planet. We could also talk about its house rulerships of Libra and also Taurus. That's air and earth that Venus rules, cardinal and fixed if you're going to the qualities. So Venus is an amazing planet. Now, it is moving into its own sign. When is that coming up? It will be the 29th of September when it crosses out of Virgo and moves into Libra. (laughs) See, if I throw you off, then you won't know which one's coming, right? We'll have to guess. They're both right. So when it moves into Libra, it will be in an air trine to Gemini. Something very significant is happening in Gemini. That is, Mars is transiting through it. And it is going to go into retrograde starting on my birthday, October 30th. It's already in the shadow. The shadow started on September 3rd. So it's slowing down, which means its strength is building up. It's right now at 16 degrees, Gemini, Mars is. It moves another 9 to 25, where it will be on the 30th when it goes retrograde. It turns around and it goes almost all the way back through the sign before it turns direct again on January 12th. So this gets interesting. Sun moves into Libra today. Venus moves in on the 29th. Mercury, which is in retrograde, in Libra, moves back into Virgo tomorrow, Friday. Literally crisscrossing. That's quite an interesting movement there, isn't it? So the Sun and Venus are coming one direction, Mercury's going the other. And for a little while, they are going to be baking in this trine aspect up to Mars and Gemini. And remember, stations and ingresses amplify the power of the planet. So Mercury, very strong right now. The Sun, very strong right now. Venus is close enough, very strong right now, getting ready to move in another few days on the 29th next week. So this is super powerful amplified energy. All right, that's the technical piece. What does it mean? What does it mean for you and me? Well, Mars in Gemini has amplified this division, this split, this twin, this two things, two options. I saw it with my Dallas radio show the other day. We had something happen, and uh, it looks like that thing's going to come to an end. We've been on bonus time anyway, and quite honestly, I am very much looking forward to that. But here was the group, there's a board that oversees that show, and they were divided. They're divided on whether to continue it. It's so perfect of the example of Gemini. Divided communication, if you will. Well, Libra represents balance, harmony. So maybe these trines from its ruling planet, Venus, 
from the sun, putting us in Libra season for the next 30 days, maybe that will bring some harmony to Mars. Now, the sun will leave Libra before Mars turns retrograde. But as the sun this time is moving through the sign, Mars over there in Gemini is getting stronger and stronger every day. That's what we're going to watch unfold this Libra season 2020. We went a little bit long. We'll celebrate Mercury going back into Virgo, back into its home territory. And we'll do that tomorrow. Have a great day. See you. Bye-bye.